Hello, everyone. Welcome into the Grace Point Daily Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Jeremiah Johnson. Thank you so much for joining us on episode number five. It is our fifth episode anniversary. Yay! Applause. I don't have special effects. Otherwise, I would add that. But thank you so much for joining us. We are five episodes in, and we hope that we encourage you to daily follow Jesus. That's what this podcast is about. It's just bringing you 10, 15, 20-minute devotionals that just encourage you, that lift you up, and help you follow Jesus on a daily basis. Thank you so much. I want to encourage you to do one of two things. Number one, when you go on to the Anchor platform, there's a button that says, listen in your favorite app, and you can listen to the Grace Point Daily Podcast anywhere. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can listen to this podcast, the Grace Point Daily Podcast. It's awesome. So wherever, but you can click on that and then you can subscribe via whatever platform or app that you tend to listen to. And then secondly, you can click on support this podcast. I want to encourage you, if you love this podcast, if it's something that's a part of your daily routine or schedule, then you can support us as well. We encourage you to, encourage you to do that. Or you can just share it, like it, applause it, favorited it, whatever. We want you to interact with us. You can. You, we just want to hear your feedback, and I hope that you are enjoying it. So today, here we are. We are on part two of what we are calling Talk in Church. Now, on the last episode, I had my oldest daughter, Zoe Johnson, in with me. And we talked church a little bit. And again, I tried to ask her some random questions. I didn't really prep her prior to the episode because I didn't want to, to feel like, you know, she was being manipulated to say what I wanted her to say. And so I'm going to do the same thing with my next guest today. My next guest is my second daughter, Gabrielle Johnson. She's going to be joining us today. Gabrielle is also an influencer. She's a worshiper. She's a lot of things, but let me just introduce her to you. Hello, Gabrielle. How are you? Good. How are you? Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. You are the second guest on the Grace Point Daily Podcast. How does that make you feel? Amazing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Zoe was first, like in like many things in your life, Zoe's first because she's oldest and you're second. Is that okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so we're going to be talking about the church today, but uh, Gabrielle, she, tell us about some of your passions. Gabrielle, uh, hype your social media, whatever you want to do here in the next few seconds. Um, I like to play piano, guitar, and um, ukulele. Also, if I'm supposed to be hyping my social media, you can follow my Instagram at Ellie Jams Out, where I write songs on the guitar and on the piano and on the ukulele. Okay, so on Instagram, search Ellie Jams. Ellie Jams, Jams out. out. So if they do that all one word mm-hmm. on Instagram, I'll take you right to Ellie Jams mm-hmm. out. Okay. You have any other Instagram, any other socials that you want to hype real quick? Yeah. Okay. Two other things. So the first one, I also have a quotes where I just like encourage you with Bible verses and different quotes. And I try to make it like, you know, to be able to reach out to people who aren't Christians. And so it's, uh, that's real. And that's also a podcast too. my podcast. That's real. That's real. 841. All right, cool. So check out what's going on in uh, Gabrielle's social on her Instagram. Ellie Jam's out. That's real. The podcast as well. And there's some great stuff for you to listen to there. So Gabrielle, you um, are a pastor's daughter. And so is Zoe and obviously my other kids. But I wanted to get your take. First of all, we want to talk about, tell me about your spiritual life up this point or your your spiritual upbringing. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, um, uh, like the other day we were in history class and, um, 
for our Skyping thing. And the, the teacher asked, she said, you know, she was talking about just the history of the church and everything. And she was asking the kids, she was telling them that, oh, well, you wouldn't be a Christian if it wasn't for your parents being a Christian. And, and honestly, that made me pretty mad because, you know, you have the choice to be a Christian, even if your parents say, oh, well, we're Christians. Eventually you'll get to the point when you are 18 or, you know, when you move out of the house and you will have to decide for yourself, you know, whether or not you want to choose Jesus. And I want to choose Jesus. So you have grown up in the church, but you have made a choice to follow Jesus. When did that happen for you? Uh, well, specifically one time when I was around eight, maybe we were at a, uh, kids retreat and then there was just a song that played you know and I just you know started worshiping and just telling God that I wanted to fully you know accept him and put my life because I had prayed the prayer you know this of salvation so many times but I hadn't really like believed and accepted it so all right when when is that the moment that you feel like God really became real to you or would you describe that as your salvation moment or when when's the moment for you specifically that God became real because I, what I hear you saying, and, and obviously I'm your father, but what I'm hearing you say is that you, your faith in Jesus is legitimate, that you love Jesus, not because your dad or your mom told you to, but because you love Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. When, when did God become real to you personally? Um, well, I mean, there's many times like, you know, when I got filled with the Holy Spirit, I, I honestly just remember I was in the car and just started praying and I had been wanting to get filled with the Holy Spirit for a long time. And I just, you know, prayed and, um, just got filled with the Holy Spirit. And another time is when we were at Bethel and, uh, I got slain in the spirit. That was very cool experience. So awesome. So your whole up to this, how old are you? 14, 14 going on 15 years old up to this point, your whole life has been in the church. What does that, what does that feel like? I'm grateful that I didn't have to grow up somewhere where I didn't get to experience God. <laughs> we, I was talking about that in the last episode uh, with Zoe, but as well that my daughters uh, very much know that I did not grow up in a Christian home and a Christian family. I didn't grow up going to kids camp or any of these little cute little programs or anything like that. So it's very, it's very different when I talk to them because I'm not a pastor's kid uh, and, and you are, so what is it, what is it like to, to be a pastor's kid for you? That's something that I, I can't even relate with, but what's that like for you? Well, there was a quote that I read one time and it just said, nobody sees the church, like the way that the pastor's kids <laughs> um, see the church. And it's just, you know, seeing it in a, in a different way from just attending the church and just, you know, even for the kids who just attend the church, um, maybe they just go because their parents forced them to or whatever. Even, even some pastor's kids do that. They just go because, oh, their parents are making them. But, you know, I feel like I want to get involved in, and do whatever you guys are doing and help you guys. And so. What do you what do you love about the church so far or, or, or what in your life so far? What have you loved about the church? Jesus. <laughs> um, well, when you were asking I, your sermon the other day where you were talking about how you were like, what, what, what is the perfect church for you? You know? And then you start saying, oh, well, it has a really cool youth group and it has a really, um, amazing children's program or it has amazing youth camp or something or whatever, you know, and you're telling all this stuff that maybe we would, uh, imagine for our perfect church, you know? And I was just thinking, well, I think it, it would be nice to have a really cool youth group, but I think what I would really want is just to have a service that we don't even just have a structure. We just 
come to the altar the whole time and seek Jesus. So. All right. So are you saying your existing youth group is not cool? It is cool. <laughs> okay. All right. Double checking. They could be listening to this podcast. So we want to make sure and clarify. So that's cool. You really feel like that. Um, so what you're saying is that you really want the presence of God more mm -hmm. than just kind of cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's true of people, of young people your age? Is that what they're, what do you think people your age are looking for in the church today? Because a lot of, a lot of people are not coming to church or seems like even from my perspective, some of the young people in the church don't seem like they're super into it at times. What, what, what do you think they're looking for? Uh, ultimately love and relationship because, you know, obviously they're, hormones are going crazy, but you know, and they can get so caught up in, um, and just love and, and Jabin actually was speaking in youth group the other week and he was just talking about how, even though he would hang out with his girlfriend and she would make him so happy, he would come home and just feel empty and feel like, Oh, well that wasn't enough. I need to hang out with her every single second of every single day to feel complete and to feel whole. And so we just really want the relationship of Jesus to make us feel like, we are loved and we're complete. Yeah. What are, I mean, you in, in your life, I see that you're passionate about Jesus and the church. It seems like you're not a young person that is like, Oh, I don't want to go to church. I don't, I'm not into that. It seems like you're obviously um, into church. What are, and, and I don't, again, as you're listening to this episode, the goal is not to be negative to the church because mm -hmm. I love the church. I, I would, there's no place that I would rather be. Uh, and I'm going to be in the church for the rest of my life. I love it. It's my passion in the highs and the lows. Uh, I, I could not imagine doing anything else in life. I absolutely love it. But what are, th what are things do you see in the church that need to improve? I, I don't want to say negatives, but things that you see, I wish the church would do more of this or be more of that. Um, well, I can't really understand, you know, for people who just don't want to go to church, I really don't understand that. Maybe it's because they uh, had, you know, feel like they don't want to socialize with people or they just want to come home from school and just lie around and binge watch Netflix or something. <laughs> but, you know, I would much rather be in the, in the house of the Lord. And I would say the one thing that I would just say is we need to have less structure. <laughs> we need to have more times where we're just getting filled with the Holy Spirit and just, you know, not less necessarily structured because obviously it's good and we need to be safe and whatever, but just we need to have more times opportunities for coming to the altar call because especially if you go to youth group every single Wednesday night and yet you've, you know, some kids don't come on Sundays. They only come on Wednesdays. And so if there's never an altar call or if there's never a chance for them to experience God, then honestly, they're only going to learn about God, but they're not, they're going to know him with their mind and not their heart. I mentioned this in the last episode, and I do believe it. I really do believe that it's true that I believe that every generation wants to encounter the presence of God, that every generation wants to experience Jesus in a real and powerful way. I think that is one thing that is consistent throughout the generations. And my perspective or my take on, on my generation is that I think we have um, we've, we try to be, we've tried to be so cool. We've tried to be mm -hmm. so relevant to our culture, uh, that we have kind of diminished mm -hmm. and at times not allowed the Holy spirit to move strongly. And we've placed importance on numbers and all these kind of things, mm -hmm. which I think is very, very good. But I, I do think at the heart of every generation is a desire to experience the presence of God. Do you, is that, would you say that's true or that's true of your generation mm -hmm. or what's your take on that? 
Yeah. I mean, as far as something that our generation would do is we want to be so social that we become unsocial. We want to be so involved with all these social medias and everything that uh, at times we can become unsocial with the real world, with the actual world. And so we just want to have relationships and relationship with God. And that's a great, that's a great point that you actually, I did not even discuss with Zoe was the whole social media trend. I know I was, uh, I listened to a lot of podcasts myself and I try to study and just read these different things. And if you think about, you know, 10, I now I, I think Facebook has been around 10 years, but really mm-hmm. so many of these social media sites, if you even say 10 years ago, Snapchat and uh, Instagram, they didn't even exist. And now they are larger than companies and corporations that have existed for years and they're dominating our lives. How do you think social media is going to affect your faith or what part does that play in your faith? Well, one thing that almost every person that I see either follows or has their own page or whatever is, is quotes. And we're like, for some reason, I don't know, that's something maybe you don't know about teenagers, but if you look on almost every teenager, you follow or whatever, they either follow a quotes page or they have their own, but we're really into just quotes for some reason. I don't know, but I know a lot of people are into quotes. And and so one thing you can have is there's so many negative quotes out there, just stuff about depression, there's stuff about suicide, there's stuff about anxiety. And it's all just, you know, kind of tearing you down. You know, it's like, there's these quotes talking about how lonely you feel. And you're like, yeah, I do feel really lonely. And I'm glad that someone else feels lonely. But there's no point in us just being wherever we are and being lonely together. You know, we need to bring positivity into that kind of stuff and bring positivity into social media. Hmm. Yeah. So, so much. So true. I think that's the downside of social media is the negativity and Mm -hmm. how we bury people. And uh, yeah, it's in some ways I think social media has been great. I'm an advocate of, Mm -hmm. of social media, of digital things that are happening. That's why we're doing this podcast. This podcast is awesome because we get to reach people via a, a, a digital podcast, you know, but then there definitely are the downsides. One other thing that I wanted to get your thoughts on was um, the different generations that are in the church. For example, uh, even though I'm older than you, uh, 20 years older than you, uh, it's interesting that even I have battled kind of the old person, young person debate, even since I've been a believer, you know, it's like you're kind of young the old people, we don't get along. We're always having this battle. Um, what is your What is your take on all of that? Well, it really annoys me when people tear down millennials, like especially millennials. I know like Generation Z is coming up. And once we turn, once all of us are in our 20s, then we'll start getting torn down by <laughs> the millennials. And, um, but uh, it really, I, I, I don't like people who are rude to the millennials. It makes me really annoyed. You know, I mean, we all have our different uh, things that we do and maybe some things that we do are negative, but you know, you can't just put a negative view on everything. I think like, especially one thing that was kind of a trend for a little bit, but like everyone was, you know, annoyed at us for being on our phones for a long time. And then, then like, fidget spinners came out and everyone was on was <laughs> dropped their phones for a fidget spinner and you never saw a kid on their phone you always saw them on a fidget spinner you know with their fidget spinner and then adults were like oh fidget spinners are demonic they're all gonna you know suck you i don't know they just started making up stupid lies about fidget spinners and i'm like well at least we're not on our phones anymore and then once fidget spinners are like die, that trend dies off then we're going back to our phones and then you are gonna yell at us for being on our phone so you know just Whatever it is, I think people just like to be negative about whatever the generation 
does yeah. that can whatever they do, it's going to be negative. So. Right. So obviously we're not trying to be negative, but what's the answer? How can we come to, how can the generations come together? What's your solution? Um. <laughs> how can uh, we be one here? How can the generations mend themselves together in the life of the church? Jesus. <laughs> just, you know, um, I, just seeing the positive and and not thinking everything that we do is negative and embracing the new stuff and and um even you know letting some old stuff go and realizing just you know that we're all none of us are perfect and yeah <laughs> well i think one of the, what you're trying to say is you know honoring the the giftings that come out of every generation mm-hmm. out of every generation there's going to be new concepts mm-hmm. new ideas new giftings, new talents. I mean, one thing that I think about now, I'm now we grab around I longboard, but I think one time I was just thinking about like, think about a professional skateboarder, a kid that is like an amazing skateboarder. If he wouldn't have, if he would have been born in the 1900s, there would never have been skateboards or the 1800s. But yet for some reason he was specifically gifted to mm-hmm. play or to, to skateboard. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? His gifts were for that. Mm-hmm. I believe he was designed by God to be a skateboarder in that generation. Mm-hmm. And some people say, Oh, skateboarding silly. It's stupid. But it's like God built him for that time, for that season and that place. And every yeah. one of us have been built for a time and a season and mm-hmm. we should honor that. And we should respect that yeah. with one another. Yeah. Well, it's great to hear your thoughts, Gabriel. Let's wrap up this episode by what is, what do you feel like the anthem and the cry that God is giving you uh, in your generation and your life, what are the things that are really going to be the, what's the sermon you're going to preach in your life? Um, I think the one thing that is kind of my thing, well, is just, you know, being passionate about God, because I see a lot of kids aren't, aren't really, you know, they might be passionate about some things, you know, about their sports or whatever, but, uh, or their instruments or just different stuff like that. But I don't think that there's a lot of people that are just, Kids can get so obsessed with just, you know, social media and whatever, and they, they just lose their passion for everything and they just get depressed and they get anxious and they get suicidal, you know, and they just want to give up. And I would just say just having letting God stir a passion in everyone that they would be passionate for God and for the things that he has for them. Amen. Well, it's great to hear your heart, Gabrielle. Thank you for joining us on the Grace Point Daily Podcast. I hope that encouraged you, gave you some food for thought that you'll think about what Gabrielle had to say. It's awesome to hear what God is doing in the generations, um, the younger and the older. I, you know, God is wanting to move in all of us. That's, that's what I love about that promise in the Bible that says, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit on everybody. So mm-hmm. listen, it doesn't matter what age you are, that out of us should be flowing the power of the spirit so that everyone can experience Jesus. And that's what Gabrielle kind of said. Hey, continue to join us. I hope that you will uh, like it, share it, continue to be a part of the Grace Point Daily Podcast, and we will talk to you next time. Thank you.